Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. <clears throat> good evening. Good evening. Welcome to In the Cave with Ron. I am Ron, your host. First, thanking God for allowing me to see a brand new day, the activity of my limbs, and in my right frame of mind. Some may differ uh, when I say that, but I feel that I'm in my right frame of mind. <clears throat> Got a good show for you today. Got a couple of co-hosts for you also. Um, the uh, topic today is dating in college. Um, I guess I can say now and then <clears throat> because we have some current uh, college students dating and uh, former college students that dated. So uh, it should be pretty good today. And the word of today is team t-e-a-m uh i like to use that as an acronym sometime uh together everyone achieves more when i coach so kids like to uh hear that so team what does it mean to you uh the dictionary definition of team a team is a small group of people with complementary skills committed to a common purpose and a set of specific performance goals. That means like if you're on a, a sports team or any kind of team, you all have the one objective to get the job done. And like I used, like I say, Team Yelverton, that's my team. Uh, my family, um, everyone, everyone has different uh, definitions of team, but to me, it's you know coming together, getting the job done, no matter what um, team you're on. So, like I say, let's get into this uh, topic. I'm gonna let my co-hosts uh, introduce themselves. Like I say, the topic is dating in college. If you want your voice heard, you five one six five three one nine eight. Two six. Let's go to the first co-host and let him introduce himself. Let me go here. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hey there, you What's going on? I'm good, man. Uh, introduce yourself to the people, and uh, you are my first co-host. Hi, everyone. My name is Alex Harvey. Um, I'm a sophomore at Catholic University, and I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much. I know you got something to bring to the table there, young fella. Uh, let's go to the other co-host we have. Hello, hello. You're live in the cave with Ron. Hey, guys. My name is Juliana. I am a, I'm also a sophomore. Um, I'm majoring in psychology at Catholic University, so I'm so great to be here today. All right. Those are my two co-hosts, uh, Alex and Juliana. They can you know, expand on that story, but let me uh, start off with with my story, dating in college. Uh, when I was in college, uh, I was an athlete, um, basketball, so dating was easy for me. So I'll just leave, leave it there. So, uh, yeah, dating was definitely easy for me in college as being a college athlete. So let's go to Juliana. 
So let's uh, tell your story, Juliana. Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I was talking with someone today, and I was joking with them, kind of telling our story. Uh, you know, I wish you had three hours of your time really to go into um, the depth and detail of everyone, uh, everything. But uh, I'll spare you all the details, and I'll get right down to the, um, the nitty-gritty of it. So um, I guess just from my point of view, um, I had a long dis- – no, I'm sorry, I had a um, – I had a kind of more serious relationship. My first one back when I was in my junior year of high school. It was probably my longest one so far. And um, after we went our separate ways, I told myself that um, I was going to wait until college before um, I got into another relationship. And um, in the summer of my um, going into my freshman year at Catholic, um, I actually met another guy. And he, um, he was just a great guy. Um, he's still really great, and um, he just he really interested me as a person, but I, I still kept it true to what I said, and I didn't, uh, we just remained friends. I didn't get involved with him um, in any romantic way um, until I found out that I kind of had feelings for him um, going into um, my time at Catholic. So he came to visit me, uh, this is all last September, and I'm sorry, two, I guess it would be two Septembers ago, so the September of my freshman year, and um he came to visit me down in uh, D.C. and was like, hey, you know, I really like you, but, um, you know, we can totally wait until you get home and, uh, you know, we can figure out things from there. But I kind of found out that I really liked him, too. So we started doing long-distance dating um, for the first semester of my college um, career. And, you know, everything was really great. Um, came home for the semester. Uh, you know, just getting to spend time with each other was awesome. Um, but as I came into my second semester, so this is last spring, um, I just kind of felt this change in my heart and, um, I kind of just really felt that I wasn't really called to be with this person. And so, um, I kind of had to face terms and realities with myself that, um, I think there was, um, other feelings I had for someone else. Um, but I didn't want to admit to myself that just because I was in this other relationship um, finally, I, um, I broke up with this guy and it was, it was kind of hard around the part where like, he wasn't even a jerk. Like it was literally just because of me and my own feelings and where my heart was at, um, that I was unable to continue on with the relationship. And so, um, my lovely co-host, um, <laughs> uh, Alex can explain his side of the story eventually, but, um, what ended up coming down to it was, um, so about a week and a half after I broke up with um, this other guy, Alex came up to me, and mind you, Ron, this was, um, you know, your college students, you're staying up super late, and um, this is 3 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and um, Alex was with me, and he looked at me, and he was like, um, hey, so I really like you, and I've liked you since the beginning of the first semester, and I was like, really <laughs> that's, that's awesome so, um, we had this long discussion and it kind of like longer battle of like well okay so these two people really like each other but because of the nature where my heart was and where I was at um, we came to this realization that we just weren't in the right place to date one another so it went into this um 
just these long days of like having conversations with one another and just being patient, really trusting in one another. And so um, we waited for the whole summer, uh, which was a lot, and but it's totally worth it. And so um, after we waited, we kind of came back to this semester, so this fall semester, um, and we were on this retreat with a ton of freshman students at Catholic, and we were put in a situation where we had to give a relationship talk, which was awesome. Um, and so that night of the relationship talk, um, he finally asked me out, which was really awesome, and it was definitely a good time in the moment. And so I think the biggest thing to take out of this story, right, is like these relationships that you find yourself in. Now, my Alex have a more unique story, but um, in any of the relationships, like it is going to be the best option, especially if you know um, this is a person you really want to pursue. Yeah, that's kind of my side of the story. I'm sure Alex has his whole spiel, but, yeah, that's kind of the breakdown of it all. Okay. Thanks a lot. I'm sure Alex is going to uh, bring his spin on it. So Alex was pretty much just uh, waiting for the right time. And as men, that's what we do. We uh, try to wait for the right time. So, Alex, go ahead and um, chime in. So to let the uh, listeners know that, Alex and Juliana, they are dating. So, uh, Alex, you can definitely shed a little more light on that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Juliana, she did a great job of summarizing everything there. Um, But I'll definitely give some uh, stories from my own perspective. Uh, Like Juliana said, we both came in freshman year. Um, When we arrived on campus, we definitely had, like, the same circle friends. So we became close friends, like, really quick. Um, and very soon, like, Julian and I were probably almost best friends at a certain point. And uh, during that first few weeks, I definitely was pondering and deciding whether or not I was going to ask her out. Um, and ultimately, I decided, you know, it's probably smarter to just give it some more time. I really don't know her that closely. Um, but I was planning at some point to ask her out. And it seemed perfect. The plan was foolproof. And then, uh, like Julian mentioned, things changed, and she ended up going out with a guy from back home that she knew. So that was like the first month of freshman year. That was a little rough. Um, the guy was great. Like Joanna mentioned, he's a good guy. Uh, but it was definitely a disappointment for me because I definitely was hoping to ask her out. But, you know, um, we stayed friends. We grew really close in our friendship with one another for quite a while. Um, <laughs> like you said, Ron, there's definitely that part of you that's like just hoping that maybe something's going to work out in the future. Um, and I, I learned to kind of move on from that, right? Even if I couldn't be in a relationship with Juliana, I was perfectly okay with just developing a really close friendship with her. Um, and, you know, it worked out well. It didn't work out how I expected it to. So Juliana ended up uh, breaking up with um, her previous boyfriend during that spring semester. And uh, I was there for her. I didn't look at it as like an opportunity to strike, but like, I definitely had those feelings still within me that I noticed weren't going away. And so I remember that one night that she's describing where she was getting over her previous breakup. Um, and we went to hang out in this building on campus where we were like studying. And I decided to myself, I was like, all right, tonight, tonight's the night I'm going to ask her out. Um, 
I don't know how it's going to go. I kind of went in thinking it was not going to go well. Um, but, you know, you, you keep your mind open. You never know. I remember she, she went to this building. She was studying for, like, an exam the next day, or she was writing a paper. And I was like, all right, I'll wait until we're heading out, and then on our way back to our building, then I will, uh, I'll ask her out. And I remember she, she got stuck on her paper because it, really, it was a really long paper. So it hit midnight, and she was still not done. And I was like, all right, I'll just keep on, like, buying my time here, hanging out with her. And then it was 1 a.m., and then it was 2 a.m., and then it was 3 a.m. So the paper took forever, and I was just like, it was killing me just not knowing what she was going to say. But I knew I had to wait till she was done. So eventually we leave the building at 3 a.m. to head back to our, like, dorms. And then I told her, I was like, Juliana, I've had these feelings for a while. I'm not going away. I don't know where you stand, but I just need to get this off my chest. And I told her like how I felt. And it was, it was really good for me personally to get that off my chest. And again, I thought I was predicting like it was not going to go well because Juliana started out very slowly. She was just telling me about her feelings and about how she was at the moment. And at that time I thought I was done for, I thought like she was going to reject it me. Um, But then as she kept on talking, she, I slowly started to realize that this wasn't a rejection and that she actually felt kind of similarly. So I was really excited. We ended up talking for like a few hours into the early morning. Um, and we both made the decision that she's coming off of a breakup here. Um, there's definitely some healing that needs to take place and that we would wait until we got back onto campus year, so fall sophomore year to begin dating. And like Sherry mentioned, um, I asked her out during one of our uh, freshman retreats. So that was uh, that. In a nutshell, is our story. It's definitely a bit of a roller coaster. Um, but like Juliana mentioned, something to take from this is that it's important to be friends first with uh, your like significant other, um, because if you aren't able to be friends, uh, it's going to be very difficult to develop a relationship with another person. Um, but anyways, that's our story. I'll hand it back to you, Ron. Uh, that's a that's a uh, that's a great story, man, and, and it's good that you realize that at a young age. Uh, a lot of people realize realize that late in life, uh, just like with me. Um, yeah, friends are uh, definitely important first, man, and then you can definitely build on that. So that's that's a great story, man. I, like I said, I enjoy talking to you guys and and giving advice whenever I can because you know I've been uh in it before so definitely so let's uh go to so uh alex so your your advice to people is to become friends first is that correct yeah i mean i would definitely say it depends because some people when they first go out um but it might be like an online dating app or you don't know the person too well and sometimes those relationships do indeed work um but sometimes the most authentic and most prospering relationships do start from just being friends with someone first. Um, yeah, I guess that's just all I'm saying. It doesn't have to be that way, but it's certainly really beneficial if it is that way. It helps. So, uh, Juliana, what advice would you give people as far as uh, dating in college or I guess just dating in general? What, what advice would you have for someone? Oh, gosh. Um, Ron, I was just talking about this funny enough with one of my other guy friends um, earlier today. Um, I think, I guess, coming out of our story and um, also just kind of, like, 
seeing other relationships develop around us. I think the biggest thing just for college in general, right, and this can go on to like when you're, um, you know, down the future, um, finding this like balance of um, being with your significant other, but also um, maintaining your friendships as well. Um, I know we're so pretty young, but um, in college and high school, I saw a lot of people um, fall to this idea that like um, their significant other is like the only person that matters, like once they get into that relationship. And it's really heartbreaking, like especially if that couple doesn't work out to find that like this person often finds themselves alone. Um, and so my biggest piece of advice would be, like, um, find that balance of maintaining your um, romantic relationship, but also maintaining those friendships and the other relationships you have around you. That is definitely some uh, great advice because a lot of older people, you know, don't do that. So that's – you definitely have to have a balance, and you, you definitely have to be friends, communication, trust, understanding. It, it's a lot of, you know, adjectives that you can use as far as a relationship. But dating in college is, you know, a lot of times people date in college and once they get out of college is, you know, most of the time you're not from the same, you know, area or anything like that. Like I said, I know for me, um, when I went to college, I wasn't dating anyone. Um, like I say, just being an athlete, things just came easy. Um, I didn't really have to work hard or things like that at dating. So, <laughs> so uh, I'm getting some uh, some flack from my team because I'm talking about my uh, dating in college. But like I say, let's go to the lines. Uh, today, today's topic is dating college. Uh, you are live in the cave with Ron. Call in number 516-531-9826. Also emailed... Uh, in the cave with Ron at gmail.com. We have two co-hosts today, uh, Alex and Juliana, and they are dating in college. So let's go back to the line and see who we have. Hello, you're live in the cave with Ron and Juliana and Alex. Hello. All right, so let's go back. So, like I said, um, also, um, Alex and Juliana brought up good points as far as dating because a lot of times people don't look at being friends. They just jump into a relationship. And, you know, like I say, you got to be uh, – Got to be friends. Got to be friends. Uh, so that's definitely important. Let me go back to the line and think this person is ready. Hello, caller. You're live in the cave with Ron. Hey, what's up, Ron? Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now, man. What's going on? What's going on? How you doing, Juliana? And what was the gentleman's name? Alex. Alex. Alex, how you guys doing? How you guys doing? Um, I've known Ron for a while, <laughs> a long time, almost maybe 35 years now, 30 years, something like that. Went to high school together, uh, Mackin, class of 85, Washington, D.C., best high school ever. 
best experiences ever. And it's funny that I'm leading off with Mackin, which was an all-guy school. It actually prepared me for dating in college because you either had to date um, a young lady that went to an all-girls school. And I went to Morehouse College in Atlanta, Georgia. So Morehouse was also an all-boys school, all-men's school, and Spelman was an all-girls school. Then you had a couple of co-ed colleges around around us, but it was primarily Morehouse men dating Spelman women and that whole fallacy, but that's another topic, though. But um, I actually did not date a young lady that went to Spelman. I dated a young lady that was from Atlanta um, who lived out not too far from Morehouse, and that's why I met her at, like, a hamburger joint, and um, she was not in school. And it was pretty cool because it wasn't the normal see her every day type thing. It wasn't the normal everybody else is in your business type thing. A lot of people didn't know I was dating her. They thought I was single because they never really saw me with her. So those were the type of things that I dealt with when it came to dating in college. Um, you know, even though I had a whole another college full of beautiful women, I actually wasn't interested in them at, at all. Um, they appeared stuck up to me. Maybe it was, it was just me. I don't know. But this young lady was the bomb. You know, she was catching me out to the point that we're still good friends and we still talk to each other after all the years has gone by. She'll call me and she'll text me, and we probably talk at least once or twice a week. Okay. Um, so all the all the women down there at Spelman, um, you decide to get, I guess you want to call her a townie or someone from that town or whatever. So that's that's kind of interesting, man. Yeah, I'm not going to say all the women down there. I just didn't, the, the few that I met just didn't appeal to me. And maybe I didn't appeal to them in some way. I don't know. But it just, it didn't pop off like it would have, especially being from D.C., a lot of women from D.C. were down there, a lot of guys from D.C., you know, one of our, you know, Terry Harrison, one of our uh, former high school uh, classmates, same thing. Yes, sir. Him yes, and sir. I would, him and I were saying, pretty much saying the same thing about the Spelman women. I think it was that mystique of Spelman women that you had the Bill Cosby show about human fictional stuff. That mystique right. was not what it really, really was all about. And the young lady, I could say her name, Wanda, um, was just totally different. She was from down there, so I got to know Atlanta a lot better because of her and, you know, her connections there and her family there. And that's where she still lives and everything. So, yeah. Well, thank you for your comment, my brother. Appreciate the support. Likewise, no doubt. Long time coming. I apologize for not getting on here sooner, but uh, I will. I hey, will be. I'll make that be known. I, I, pr- I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, that was definitely a, a high school. Uh, classmate of mine, he was talking about um, the high school that we went to. It was all guys. Uh, I don't know if it prepared me or as far as dating. Um, going to school with all guys was definitely a different experience for me. Um, 
I went there two years, ninth and tenth grade. Um, ended up going to a, a Maryland high school, uh, co-ed, eleventh and twelfth. So it 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 made me appreciate girls in the classroom and things like that because for two years it's like it was almost like a military atmosphere. You you see guys all day. So um, I don't know if it prepared me for dating or anything like that, but it was definitely a different experience for me. <laughs> so uh, what do you think about that, uh, Alex, about him not dating anyone like the neighboring uh, school? I mean, it's a good question. Um, yeah, it was great hearing his his, his story. I don't know what, what was his name. It, well, I don't know if he wants to. Ah, his, oh, his yeah, name was yeah, Gus. Ah, yeah, his name was Gus. Yeah. I just wasn't sure if he gave his name or not. But anyways, um, no, it was really it was a really really cool story, unique perspective. Um, if I heard it right, because it, it was breaking up for me a little bit, but um, he ended up being someone that wasn't right next door, but rather someone from a totally different area, and that's why not many people were. Um, aware of whether or not he was single or dating. Right. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, I think in terms of my perspective, it, it really varies. No relationship has the exact same formula. Like, for example, Julianne and I, we were at the same school together, so uh, we were definitely very close. Our relationship is, I mean, somewhat public to a certain degree um, with the people around us, but his relationship seemed a lot more private. I think there was definitely benefits to, to both sides there, you know? being able to date someone out of the public eye, not have every detail of your relationship like seen and heard by others is, is definitely got its ups um, and advantages. I think really it's a, it's, it comes down to the person, right? Um, you shouldn't aim to date someone just in your neighborhood, but you should date the person that like is going to make you happy and that you're going to be fulfilled in, you know? Um, so I think it's important to just find the right kind of person. You don't need to, certain situations might be, tougher whether or not it's long distance or someone that you're uh that you live close to um it really varies but all that matters is that you really find the right person that's going to make you a better version of yourself and it sounds like uh this gentleman definitely was able to do that by dating this girl that wasn't right next door i get it that's a good point so juliana would you have dated alex if he was not going to the same school that you were going to yeah, I think that's an excellent question. And funny enough, um, I think one of my good friends just asked me that question the other day, which no one's really posed on me, I think, just because we've been together. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it goes along with the same idea. Like, if you really want to be someone, if you feel it in your heart, right, um, you know, you got you to gotta push for that. And, like, you know, it, college is such a, a – one of the best moments of your life or the best times of your life, but it also be really difficult in the sense of like, okay, yeah. So Alex and I have this um, blessing to like be with each other um, like eight or nine months out of the year, but like the two or three months we're like, we're like four or five hours away from each other. Um, I guess in a sense, like we're long distance dating um, then, but that doesn't um, lessen my feelings for him. Uh, and I would hope the same coming from him, but um you know, we're from the same friend group, and there's at least three or maybe four girls that, um, you know, have this um, kind of this, uh, I don't want to say it's a burden. I think it's beautiful to be in a long-distance relationship, um, but they have this um, 
this thing that they have to deal with where it's like, you know, I'm not going to be with this person 24 seven, but just trusting that like, this is the person that they're meant to be with and that, um, you know, they're going to make it work out regardless of the situation. That is very interesting. Um, long distance relationships, that might have to be another topic because, wow, it all depends on how long distance. Uh, you're talking about an hour, two hours, a plane ride, a, a boat ride. I mean, it's, it's yeah, long distance relationship. Uh, I, I have not had, uh, yeah, I've pretty much never had a long distance relationship. So that would really be hard for me. That would definitely test my uh, faithfulness and a lot of other things. So long distance relationship. Yeah, that might have to be a topic. Um, I have to talk to you guys when you're not in school and see how it's working out since you guys are not from the same town. All right, so uh, you're in the cave with Ron, Juliana, and Alex today talking about dating in college and I guess just some dating tips or whatever. Um, call in number 516-531-9826 if you need your voice heard or want your voice heard, questions, comments, concerns, email me at inthecavewithron at gmail.com, questions, comments, concerns, topic choices. All right, let's go to the line and uh, see who else we have and if they want to share. Hey, Ron. Hello, Carla. How you doing? Um, I just want to say um, I had a, a, a pretty much a different experience because um, I attended uh, college in the town where I grew up, and that poses a whole different uh, scenario. I was um, also, um, my mom worked at the school where I attended at Howard, and so I kind of grew up on the campus. It was kind of difficult to to date on the campus because, I mean, my mother's coworkers, everybody, you know, they see you on the yard. They, oh, what's you doing out here? I saw your daughter talking to um, this guy on the yard. And so it was almost a little intimidating to date at school. Um, so, I mean, I, I did date, but it was pretty much like, Dating in your, you know, your circle or whatever. I heard someone else uh, identify that like that, but um, it, it was it was different. I mean, I had other responsibilities, so dating in college wasn't really a high priority. But um, I mean, I, I, I socialized, but just not really anybody serious that I would say. Um, that you know, that was my friend in, in college. I dated um, seriously in high school, and so when I got to college, and we had decided to um, go our separate ways because we weren't, um, our desires were no longer the same. I wanted to go to school, and and the guy I dated in high school was, you know, okay with just getting a job. So. We kind of drifted apart, but I didn't want to get into anything serious like that again anytime soon. So I didn't do a date, but I didn't. <laughs> but so, um, and I think that made it fun because I could go to parties and things like that, and um, not really have to worry about being committed to anybody. Um, I I did socialize a lot because I was I had um 
joined one of the fraternity sweetheart groups. So, you know, it was a lot of interaction with, with guys, but not anything that I would say, you know, was serious. But that was, I mean, I, if if I had to do it all over again, um, I think I would do it the same way. So, thanks for letting me share. All right. So, uh, I guess like the uh, caller that went to uh, Morehouse, uh, you wasn't dating anybody on campus. Uh, I guess it would have been easier for you to date someone off of campus since you uh, went to college in your area. Would you say so? Uh, Carl, I'm still talking to you. All right, I guess the call uh, dropped off. All right, uh, like the caller was uh, saying about going to college in your in your town, I guess it would be easier for you to date someone in your town if you're from that town. So uh, that wasn't the case for me. Uh, I was in college in West Virginia, um, like four hours away from home, so yeah, we're not going to talk about that. So let's go back to the line. And, uh, okay, so, yeah, let's go back to the line and see who we have. We're in the cave with Ron, Juliana, and Alex today. They are my co-hosts. They are dating in college. Topic today is dating in college. I can say now and then. Um, so let's go back to the line and see who we have. Hello, Carl. You're live in the with Ron. Hey. Hey. Um, I don't necessarily have a story because I did not date in college, but I would give people the advice that it is smart to date. And I say that because as I've gotten older, I realize that when you don't date and you get to a place where I guess you want to settle down, you're not going to know what you like and what you don't like. If you don't put yourself in a position to get to know people and yeah, and know yourself first. So let me say, if you don't put yourself in a position to know yourself first, then you don't know anything. You'll, you know, end up settling down and, and, and just possibly really be unhappy. And when you look back, it's because you did not date. You didn't give yourself the room to get to know other people. You don't have to, you know, stay with people if you don't want to. But, again, there comes a point in life where it's going to be like, damn, how did I get here? And it's because you didn't open yourself up. I don't I don't think that dating is a bad thing. Like, it can definitely be cut off. But, yeah, that was that was my piece. Okay, so I get it. So, in other words, <laughs> it is good to date to see uh, what you like and what you don't like. Um, so, that's definitely some good advice. So, uh, Alex, Juliana, one of you want to comment on that? Yeah, no, I, I can definitely comment on that. Um, and then Juliana, obviously, probably will have something to add. Um, yeah, that was great advice. I really loved. Um, your mention of knowing yourself and coming to, to discover yourself, right? Um, to give a little backstory about me, I hadn't dated anyone before college. A lot of my friends had. I hadn't, and it was definitely frustrating because 
as time goes on and everyone feels that pressure that they need to start dating. Um, but I really came to terms with the fact that I didn't truly know myself and that I was putting way too much stock in finding happiness within a relationship and that I thought that my happiness relied upon a relationship. I thought I couldn't be happy unless I truly had that other person in my life. Um, and it definitely led me to become sometimes bitter. Um, and I, I, I really wasn't um, relying on myself enough. I really didn't truly know myself. Um, so I think it's important for all of us that before you go into a relationship, make sure that you can, you can be truly happy outside of one, and that you can really embrace your singleness and grow as a human being. Um, and another important point is that um, we don't really truly find happiness in our partner, right? They contribute definitely to our happiness, but we need to have first that happiness within ourselves. So I really, I really admire that, that guidance um, from the caller. She brings up some really good points. And, Julianne, I'm, I'm sure you'll want to touch on some things as well. Yeah, I think that's an awesome point. Um, <laughs> funny enough, uh, one of my good friends from home and I were talking about this um, not too long ago, and she was telling me how um, she was either listening to a podcast or watching a YouTuber and um, uh, with this girl, and this girl's dad was like, listen, like, you know, I'm not saying that you should, you know, go around and just, like, date just to date. Like, obviously, you want to date um, – you know, to hopefully find the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with. But what this dad was emphasizing was like, um, you know, go out and date, be young and like, um, you know, enjoy yourself while doing that because, um, you know, you're through that, you're going to find, um, you know, what you love in a person and what you don't love. Um, And that's not to say that like the first person you date isn't going to be the first person you marry. um, But I know for a lot of people, and I can attest to this, um, you know, you date um, to find eventually that person's going to marry, but also to kind of, you know, know what you want in a relationship. Um, but I have to agree with Alex. Like, that main staple is, like, knowing who you are first and foremost. Because if you don't have that, um, you're just going to be relying on your significant other to just, like, pull you along. And that never leads to anything good. I've also seen relationships fall apart like that. So a great comment. Yeah. Uh, you guys are definitely uh, seem like you're on the right track. Uh, that is definitely good, and you shouldn't have to rely on someone else to make you happy. Happiness to me is a state of mind, so uh, definitely uh, is a state of mind. So you have to be independent of one another, and also you still have to be able to come together. Um, you still... You, you can't lose your identity in someone else. Um, you have to have your own identity. And you still can uh, grow together. So the caller made some good points. And also you guys, you know, t- chimed in. And it seems like, like I say, you guys on a on the right path to continuing to get to know each other and, and grow with each other and still grow as a individual. So that's, that's definitely great. Um, definitely. It might have to be a part two of this, but, uh, definitely appreciate all the calls and appreciate you guys for tuning in. We have about 20 more minutes. Um, like I say, this is Ron in the cave with Juliana and Alex. They are dating. They are Catholic university of America students. 
They're great uh, people. Um, I met them at my job. They're so pleasant. Um, they seem so happy together. So I invited them to be my co-hosts. So, like I say, we are in the cave with Ron, Alex, and Juliana. Um, call in, uh, call in number five one six five three one nine eight two six. The word of today was team. Who's on your team, and and what makes up your team? So that's what's going on today. Um, dating in college, and also it could just be some dating tips that you want to bring to the table. So let's uh, go to the line and uh, see who we have. <laughs> Hello, Carly, live in the cave with Ron, Juliana, and Alex. Okay. All right, Alex, um, I heard you mention that you didn't date before um, college. Why is that? That's a good question. Um, I mean, I think just the way – that's a good question. You know, I haven't given that too much thought, Ron. Um, I'd have to say it was probably just like the situations I was in. I'm definitely someone that – wouldn't just go out with, with random people. I definitely wanted to go out with someone that I was friends with first. Um, I definitely knew that there was a lot of maturing to go on within myself. I knew that I was pretty young and that it probably wasn't a good idea to just launch right into it. Um, but there was there was one girl that I got to do senior year of high school, um, and she and I were really close friends through my church. Um, she's a great person. We definitely clicked well. I mean, it started off with us flirting a ton as like high school kind of relationships and crushes kind of go. Um, And we, uh, we definitely flirted a lot. There was definitely a lot of momentum. And then come the summer of leaving us for college, she and I had a really like deep discussion with one another. And I, uh, I decided that it probably wasn't best for both of us to date. Um, Just given where we were in our lives, we were both heading off to, to different schools, um, and not just that, because long distance can work for a lot of people, but it was just a combination of factors and just us both coming to terms that it probably wouldn't work out for us and that it was best for us to kind of go our separate ways. Um, and it was definitely difficult because we probably could have made it potentially work for the time being. It wouldn't probably have worked out at all um, in the long run. And obviously looking back now, I'm, I'm thrilled that it didn't work out because I met Juliana and it, it worked out really well there. Um, so I don't regret anything, but what I learned from that was that there's definitely a lot of pressure to date as early as you can, um, but you really shouldn't unless you're really in the right state of mind and the right point of your life. Um, and it was just one of those moments where I decided it was probably better to just wait for college. And looking back, I'm glad I did. There you go. There you go. All right, let's go to the lines and see who we have. Uh... Unmuted. Hello, you're live Hello, with you're Ron. Live okay with Ron. You might want to you might want to turn, turn something down because I'm hearing an echo. Hello. Hello. Oh, hey, how you doing? You're in the cave with hey, Ron. Hey, how are you? Good, good. 
So, what do you have as far as dating in college? <laughs> I think you should date in college. I think you should because you're at a time in your life where you're maturing, you're coming out of high school, uh, didn't know a whole lot that you thought you did know until you got to college. Um, and most people, you, when you're in college, usually you find someone that, of interest, same interest, um, whether um, social interest, that's usually how it starts. So, yes, I'm, I'm all in agreement with dating in, in college defined. I mean, it doesn't mean that you have to, you know, do anything with them, but, you know, you date to find. All right, I like that. Date to find. That's just, yeah, I like that. That ties in with the other caller that said that, yeah, they think you should date. Okay, so dating to find. I don't know if I was dating to find, but, yeah, all right, okay. Thank you, caller, for uh, your comment. I really appreciate that. Sure, supporting. Great to hear it. Hey, great to be heard. All right, dating to find. That's 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 interesting. Uh, let's go to this other caller here. Hello, caller, you live in the cave with Ron, Juliana, and Alex. Hello. Hello. Hey, uh, I have a question for Juliana and Alex. Um, so I know in uh, in college can kind of be hard to like get money you know you're kind of the broke college student but i know you still want to like go out and have good dates so i was wondering if you guys have any like great affordable uh, dating ideas you guys should usually do oh man can i have been on that round go ahead (laughs) yeah fantastic that's a fantastic question um yeah, it's totally true. Um, <laughs> you know, we're very fortunate to go to school where we do. And, um, you know, Washington, D.C. obviously offers so many awesome opportunities, right? Some expensive, some so not expensive. Um, what's great about, my, or I guess, our relationship, um, mine and Alex's, is, um, like, we love to do things not only with, like, our friends, but also just, like, separate. And that's, like, you know, going into the city, whether that's, like, for dinner or, like, going to a fun event, um, that also includes, like, we love going hiking, and I know Alex can attest to this, like, hiking, going out into nature, because, like, you do live in a city. Um, Last semester, we got a chance to go to Shenandoah Valley, like, that was sort of a hike, about two hours outside of D.C., Um, but there's also beautiful like green spaces in the area. Uh, Rock Creek Park is pretty close by. That's a huge park. Literally only saw a sliver of that when we went, but um, yeah, I think affordable, affordable dating options are like not definitely not limited in DC. Like um, there is a lot to do. Also like I think in my time of dating, um, I realized the date is what you make it. Um, so like, okay, you're like, okay, hiking, whatever, but your calls would be like, okay, let's go hiking. Let's go on a walk. Let's, you know, make this a whole day trip. Um, and it's really just like what you and your significant other loves to do. Um, yeah, that's my feel on that. All right, Alex, you want to chime in on that one? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's a great question. Um, yeah, coming from the guy's perspective, uh, affordable dates are always a, a great plus coming from a broke college student. Um, 
But yeah, like Joanna said, oh yeah, yeah, and you know, you know, Ron. Um, yeah. Uh, it's definitely finding that balance. Juliana brought up some good points. There's a lot of date options out there that aren't just an expensive dinner, right? I think in terms of how Julian and I run things, like we definitely enjoy getting out and doing things with one another. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter where you go or what you do, but really the time you spend with your significant other. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of affordable options out there, whether or not you're going to parks, nature, hiking, um, exploring museums. I mean, living in the nation's capital, you've got like so many different um, opportunities to kind of just explore the city. Um, but now and then Julia and I obviously will have like nice dinners with one another. Um, yeah. So I think it's just kind of striking a balance and, um, yeah, there's just a lot of, there's more options out there that are a lot more affordable than you realize. So that's a great, great question. Yeah. Okay. Carla, did they answer your question or do you have any other questions? Uh, if, if your significant other is hitting you up for uh, expensive dates, then she might not be the one for you. <laughs> yeah. No, that perfectly answered my question. You guys seem very wise and very uh, mature in your relationship. So thank you. Thank you for, Thank you for calling. I really appreciate that. All right, let's go back to the line. We have someone else. Hello, Carly, you live in the cave with Ron, Julian, and Alex. Hi, Ron. This is uh, Brennan. Um, I actually had the pleasure of calling Alex and Juliana, two of my best friends. Okay. And uh, it's been really cool to listen to them today. Um, and something that, you know, I've, really appreciated just knowing them is uh, how mature they are in their relationship, which you can obviously um, kind of gather from what they've been saying today. Um, it's been really cool to, to watch them grow and to watch their relationship develop. Um, and it's been really inspiring because for me, I, uh, I've actually never dated anyone, but um, I will be entering into relationships soon. And it's just been um, really good to have like a good example to follow. Um, but I guess one thing I wanted to ask them was, like, what is your advice for someone who's just starting out a relationship? Um, and kind of how do you navigate those those first couple um, weeks and months? Because um, I know those can be some of the best times, but also some of the most challenging times. So, yeah, what do you got? Oh, that, man, that's such a great question, Brennan. I think um, the first thing that comes to mind, right, is being friends with someone is – so different from dating them, and I don't think people give enough credit for that. Um, I know as great of friends Alex and I were when we started, um, you know, dating, and um, we just had a lot of those, like, bigger conversations, like, you know, how do we want to approach this? Like, what are our morals and values going to be? Um, my best piece of advice to you can just be um, take it slow, um, and I know being in a relationship, um, it's especially like if it's your first one is um, one of the most thrilling times because, you know, right. You know, like your emotions are going and you just really want to give yourself that person um, in so many ways, but take it slow um, and also get to know the person because one of, and this is funny enough, one of the bigger conversations Alex and I first had um, his biggest thing to me was like, listen, this is either going to end up with us breaking up or getting married. And there's only two ways this can go. Um, and so really just taking the time to be with that person and get to know them because 
um, you know, if everything works out, you had the rest of their life with them. So, um, you know, take it slow, get to know them. Yeah, big thing. Great advice, great advice. All right, Alex, your time to your time to shine. Yes, sir. Brennan, thanks so much for calling in. Dude, that that means so much. Um yeah, just to, just to give my two cents, I guess. I very much emphasize everything Juliana just said. Um, you start off in that kind of that honeymoon period of the relationship where everything's really great. You're kind of just like getting to know one another more deeply. Um, and after that honeymoon period kind of dissipates, you reach this point where, like Juliana said, like it's, it's a little different and you have to really work together and communicate well. Um, I think if I were to boil down the most important thing that both people need to possess in a relationship, it's communication. Um, that, that really can't be stressed enough um, because if you can effectively communicate, you can really navigate through a lot of the, the disagreements you might have because very soon you're going to realize that you're two very different people. You have different opinions, um, different beliefs, but what matters is that you have the same values, Right. And it also matters that you both are striving towards the same goal, kind of being that team like you talked about earlier, Ron. Um, so if you can really strongly communicate well, you can navigate those disagreements while still remaining, like, strong in your relationship with one another. Be able to be able to communicate effectively with your partner is really important as you head out of that honeymoon period. That's some great advice uh, coming from younger people um brennan if i wanted to you know i guess i'd throw my little two cents in it since i'm a older person um definitely you have to get to know the person um you know what they like what they don't like and them getting to know you um you know you, you don't try to impress them just be yourself if a person can't be with you for you being you then that's not the person for you so don't try to be someone that you're not um, like I say, you get to know the person um, and doing things in the city or wherever you're from or wherever you are, you know, go on walks. Uh, just, you know, the little things matter. You know, a lot of people get stuck on doing the big things. Um, the little things matter. Um, opening the door for somebody or, you know, pulling out a chair and things like that. So a lot of people don't do that. So just just the little things, just be yourself, and you know that's that's gonna get it, man. I mean, you can't make somebody happy, so that's just my opinion on that. You just you you know you compliment each other, like Alex and Juliana. I'm learning so much from them right now. I mean, I talk to them at my job and things like that, but they are so so wise in their young years, man. And that's 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 a great. Uh, a great uh, quality to have at a young age. So definitely, uh, you know, that's my two cents, Brennan. And, uh, you know, thank you for calling in, man. Any more comments? I think that's all I got. You guys uh, gave some great advice, and I couldn't have said it any better myself. So thank you. And, uh, Ron, we we miss you at the CUA Metro stop. So um, (laughs) I might have to contact someone at Metro to even get you transferred back. But... (laughs) I appreciate That's all that, I got for today. Thank you, guys. I, pre- I appreciate that, man. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate that. Yeah, take care. All right. We are uh, on our last little four minutes. 
Um, just want to always thank my uh, production crew, my producer, my director slash creative director slash everything else. Um, like to thank my co-hosts Juliana and Alex for joining in. I really appreciate you guys for um, definitely uh, stepping up and you know talking about you guys' relationship and dating and things of that nature. Like I said, I really appreciate you guys for you know wanting to come on on the show. So like I say, um, this definitely could be a part two or you know other other things that we talked about. And, Anybody that wants to uh, have a topic or co-host, you can email me at inthecavewithron at gmail dot com. I do listen. I do uh, read my emails, and you know if, you, if the topic is chosen, you definitely are welcome to be a co-host. So uh, I'll turn it over to Juliana for some last comments because we have about three minutes left. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Wow. I think the biggest thing to remember in college dating um, and all these things we've already rated before, right? Um, Be yourself. Uh, And I feel like that's just so cliche, like be yourself, but it's so, so important because um, when you're yourself, right? Like you just, you're opening that whole door um, to allow someone to um, see yourself for who you are. and just truly be open to um, a real authentic relationship with someone else. Um, also, okay, and this is just kind of a, a random on the spur thought, um, do not be afraid to take chances. Um, and I know, I think we're in today's uh, culture and society, right, where I've seen a lot of people, they'll try to start relationships on, you know, Snapchat or Alex right. mentioned before, like online dating and um you know, I think the biggest thing is just to, um, yeah, like, meet people face-to-face, like, get to know one another. Boy, I don't think. This, this, it's, I smell river of honey. There probably is a poop driving in there, but I smell river of honey. River of honey don't stink. It does. Too much of anything. Is, oh, you know what? Hold up. You bathe in river of honey. All right, then. All right, uh, Alex, you can go ahead and um, last little comments before we uh, get out of here. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess just kind of summarizing everything, it's really good to date in college, just kind of getting your feet wet, getting out there, um, getting to discover new people. Um, That's really important. And like Juliana said, before you enter a relationship, find yourself, know who you are, um, and be able to be happy whether or not you're in a relationship or not. And then once you are in a relationship, really grow with that person, communicate effectively, um, and yeah, hopefully that relationship will prosper and grow. But it was it was an absolute blast being on the show. Thanks, Ron. Hey, thank you guys. And like I always say, do all you can while you can, because later on it's not promised. Give the people the flowers now, tell them you love them now, because once they're gone, they're gone because you know they can't hear you. So tell the people you love them now. And uh, that's pretty much it. Thank you guys for joining. And until next Saturday, 5 o'clock, in the cave with Ron. Maybe I'll have a co-host. Maybe I won't. But once again, thank you, Alex and Juliana, for your participation today. And thank all the ones who commented and tuned in. Have a great one, everybody. Be safe. Okay. Thanks so much, Ron. Thanks, Ron.